This is the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast, where divorce coach Corey Shapiro helps you get creative and not reactive in your divorce. Tune in now to get the support you need to make it through this difficult time. Here's your divorce coach, Corey Shapiro. Welcome to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast. This is Corey Shapiro. If you are tuning into this podcast for the first time and you're in a divorce, welcome to our show. This podcast is all about educating you on a difficult divorce. This is not necessarily about a collaborative divorce. So if you are in a more uncontested or very friendly divorce, then I suggest to you there's much better podcasts that are more entertaining to watch than this podcast about difficult divorces. Who am I? Well, I am a divorce attorney in New York City. I'm actually doing this podcast. I record it out of my office above Grand Central. And I've been a divorce attorney for about two decades, and I started to see patterns as I became more mature and had more experience in this field to really try to help people out of the system. And this podcast is really an extension of the book I wrote last year, Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind, which is available on Amazon. Yes, I wrote a book. It was a challenge like doing your first marathon. Very, very hard. Uh, shout out to my editor, Donna, for getting me over the hump. And let me be your coach like Donna was to me when I wrote my book. Such a hard challenge to write a book. And getting a divorce that's difficult, where the other side is being oppositional where you're feeling stressed. It's a challenge. And that's what this podcast is all about. We start off with a quote that's inspirational. We then move into a question. We then do a coach's corner, something short, something actionable. And that's our show. So let's get into our podcast. If you don't mind, we're going to start off with our quote. I'm sorry. We're going to start off with our topic. We also introduced our topic. It's hiring an attorney, hiring a divorce attorney. That's our topic today. Okay. Our quotes from Albert Einstein. It's learn from yesterday, live for tomorrow, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. This quote to me is all about growth. It's all about realizing we're not perfect. Maybe yesterday. But today's a new day, and we just want to get better. And what we want to do is get 1% better. That's what we're trying to do. If we just get 1% better every day, every week, we're going to really change over not that long of a period of time. Whew, it's going to feel difficult to do that. But trust me, changing patterns over a few months, which I know feels so long, especially if you're in stuck in your divorce right now, just give me a few months and hopefully you can change some of the behaviors that's been causing such problems in your divorce. Okay. If you want to ask a question to this podcast, you want us hopefully to answer it. You can submit a question to question.gettingdivorced.org. 
uh, that's where you can submit your questions. Okay, today's question is from Isaac, and it goes like this. I am thinking of hiring a divorce attorney. What are some questions you think I should ask? Well, everyone's been talking about chat GPT, AI. We all know that basically chat GPT is going to take our jobs away from us in a few years, right? I mean, are we actually going to really have a job? So I put this question to chat GPT against someone who has some deep experience in this field. And I went through, I'm going to go through 10 answers. I'm going to run through them uh, and give you my comments on ChatGBT responses. I also wrote a chapter in my book, Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind, which is available on Amazon on this subject. And in that chapter, I focus on the difference between a expert for hire versus a trusted advisor. I also focus on the concept of a bulldog, tough bulldog versus a wise dog. Uh, there's also an earlier version out there in the metaverse, I guess, or in the, in the, on the internet. Uh, which was a predecessor to the chapter about that topic. So let's go and see what mighty ChatGPT has in store for us. And I'll give you some of my comments. First of all, number one, uh, they talk about experience. You want to find an attorney with experience. Well, thank you, ChatGPT. That's great. I would say you're looking for someone with at least 10 years of experience. Okay. All right. So number two. Uh, they talk about approaches and I think they got this right. There's litigation. You know, that's when you're battling out in court. There's mediation. That's where you're trying to solve things in a more collaborative space. Not always everyone's super friendly in mediation, but there's some good faith there. Hopefully some people do manipulate the mediation process. Um, but no one's making any decisions. That's the key point of mediation. You go there. You have a professional who's facilitating and no one can make decisions unless you two agree. And then you have collaborative, which is sort of like having your attorney advocate for you, but it's out of court. The attorneys pledge not to go to court. So it's almost like in a sense, and I, it's not really like this, but think of it like fighting with no weapons. <laughs> okay. No weapons. Everyone's just trying to move things along, but there could be some passion, some energy, but no one's going to really hurt each other. That's not what you do in collaborative. If you want to really, you know, quote unquote, throw punches, that's what you do in court. That's litigation. Okay. Number three is fees and billing. So important. The lawyer model, I mean, it's stuck in the stone ages. It's an hourly model. It's not necessarily a value-based billing. So if you have an hourly model, that could be open-ended. And that's what scares so many people, especially in if you're in a multi-year divorce. And if you're just starting your divorce and you heard multi-year, and you're like, Corey, what, 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 what are you talking about? I'm going to be resolved in three or four months. I hope you are. But remember, this podcast is not for you. If you resolve your divorce pretty short, this is for people who are more in a protracted type of divorce. It's taking up more and more of their brain power and they're feeling stuck and they have to be creative. So that's where we are. You might want to consider in the billing context, will an attorney do a flat fee so you can have more certainty? The concern with flat fee, 
it might seem like a lot of money. You know, like if you renovate your kitchen and the contractor tells you how much it is, that's a lot of money, but you know the price. It's certainty, like an all-inclusive resort. You know what you're buying. And then once you pay for that, you're free to move about as opposed to everything's nickel and dime. And that's sort of like the hourly model. Okay. Number four is a case assessment. I would call this just a clear strategy. So I think this is an okay answer. So I'm sort of happy. Still have a job, at least for the next few years. Uh, but basically, if you have a consult, you pay a consult. Yeah, you want to get some clear strategy. It might not be fully developed, fully evolved, but get something early on, right? All right, number five, uh, communication. They talk about ChatGPT gets an okay answer. You know, you want to be flexible in your communication. You want to have maybe the options for email, for text, for video calls, for in-person meetings. You want to really meet the client, what you need. If you only want to meet in person, will your attorney does that, do that? Does your attorney even have an office? Or if you're halfway around the world or you're traveling, will your attorney meet with you uh, by video? And that's how you like to communicate. Also, how fast do they respond? Are you valuing speed or are you valuing substance? You know, I want, oh, I want my answer in the next 30 minutes. Where are they? Why haven't they answered? Or do you want a more thorough, detailed response. That's something to think about. All right. Number six, legal strategy. Um, sort of, we discussed this. So should be at the consult, the, the legal strategy and it evolves over time. So I think that's fair. Um, we also want to talk about number seven, uh, settlement and litigation. I think that's right. I, I call it different languages. I call it the collaborative language as sort of at a court or court light. You might just go to a conference and hopefully resolve everything versus the combative, which could be a multi-year process. Whew, that's a difficult process. All right. Uh, number eight, uh, we're going through these. Stay with me, uh, is client involvement. This one's not so clear. I thought because you, I wanted you to think about two populations. I want you to think about the preventative population. Like if you think of medicine, preventative medicine versus the surgery. In the preventative medicine context, just like in the preventative law context, you're going to be so involved. But if there's surgery, if you have like a deposition or trials in that experience, the attorney is really going to take over just like a surgeon, right? And in surgery, we all know you are asleep, so you're not really being that involved. So you could obviously early on the game plan, the preparations, but there's going to come a point where the attorney is going to have to take over and you're going to have to be trusting. For example, I suggest never speak in court or very minimal because we all have biases and we don't know how the court's necessarily going to react. That's why you have an attorney to advocate for you. Okay. The ninth one is references. This one is okay. Answer. I thought. To improve it, yes, it's good to get referrals. If you don't have the referrals, you go on Google, check out reviews. My one caveat on the reviews is maybe the reviews aren't accurate. I don't know why this is. Maybe there was malicious intent. Maybe a competitor put, you know, opposing spouse put a review of the other attorney. I'm not sure what's going on. But for example, in New York City, you know, there's a lot of restaurants and some restaurants don't have such a high Google review. One of my favorite Indian restaurants I go to all the time. Shout out to Chola. 
uh, been over there at least over 10 times, maybe even over 15 times. I've only had great meals there. But if you go online, they only get a 4.3, which I find surprising since it's so good. So take these reviews with a grain of salt, uh, but read them and they might give you a sense. Also check out the, uh, the, uh, the websites. That might really help you too. And the last one, uh, Isaac, is you want to think about potential outcomes. And that's one I think of as we begin with the end in mind. And I don't think ChatGPT really went into the nuance here because I didn't think about you and what's your budget and how important this issue is for you and what are you willing to give up? You know, everyone's a little different. Some people are confrontational. Some people are risk averse. Some people leave money on the table to move on with their lives. Some people fight over principles. And it's not even really about what they're fighting, but about the pain they experience that they're projecting onto the process. A lot of people in multi-year divorces are like that, where they're not even fighting about what you think they're fighting about. Okay, let's move to Coach's Corner. And I thank you, uh, I thank you, Isaac, for your answer. But Coach's Corner, I want you to think of attorneys as a tool, as a tool. And you got to figure out if you have a collaborative type of situation or you have a combative. If you have a combative situation and your spouse is being combative and you just want a fast, fair divorce, you might want to get a sharper tool to deal with this, a really experienced attorney who knows not only how to defend, but how to counterpunch, how to frame issues for the court to persuade the court for your positions. So that's what I would think of in my coach's corner. And also, I want you to really feel trusted that this attorney is your trusted advisor. And my one caveat is, Isaac, if you pick an attorney and you've done all this work and it sounds like you are, and three months in or six months in or one year, you're not feeling it anymore, you know, just like some relationships, it starts out good and it tanks, you can always move on to a new attorney with better insight of what you really need. Okay, next week, we are switching up our topic. We're moving to spying. You know, is your home bugged? Are your emails being looked at? Do you want to tape and track where your spouse is going? Do you want to use a private investigator? Is any of this stuff legal? Does the court actually even care? That's our topic next week. So tune in. And I want to thank everyone for tuning into this podcast, for trying to be creative and not just reactive in their divorce. And if you have some time and you want some support, we have a deep archive. We've been doing this now for three years. And if you just want to do some skimming, we also have clips of our greatest hits, if you will, on YouTube. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast with divorce coach Corey Shapiro. Divorce can be a difficult and overwhelming process, but it doesn't have to be. Corey's book, Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind, is here to help you gain clarity, composure, and a strategic mindset. Get it now as an ebook on Amazon or an audiobook on Audible and unlock the power of these resources to make more informed decisions and gain better understanding of the process.
This podcast offers general information only. It cannot replace legal advice. If you need tailored advice, contact an attorney licensed to practice in your area. 